0: Hi time machine? Out of a
1: DeLorean? We came, we saw, we kicked its ass!
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Film Feast podcast. I'm your host, Matt Bledsoe, and this week we're talking about the brand new Mortal Kombat. And to help me talk about it is someone I'm very excited to have on the show— uh, because I've been listening to him on podcasts for a very long time now. He is a frequent guest on the F This Movie podcast, as well as a writer for their website, and he's been a guest on many other fantastic podcasts as well. It's Adam Risky. Adam, thank you for being here. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you for doing this. I really appreciated it, because I I had randomly posted about the Mortal Kombat, I think, when that trailer, like last trailer came out, and said, who wants to talk about this? And you, you jumped on it right away, and I was very surprised. So uh, thank yeah, you
1: Yeah, I was... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like for some reason this was a movie that I was really excited for that day. And then like as <laughs> as it came closer to the release date, I was just like I'm I was never as excited about it as I was on trailer drop day. But that day like I was I good or bad. I was ready to talk about it.
0: So. <laughs> well, that's I thank you for agreeing. Like that was like two or three months in advance. And I was like, I hope he still wants to do it when it gets here. <laughs> so, um, and it, I, I, could, I think I'll say right at the top, everybody, I think it kind of disappointed us a little bit. I think we're both kind of in the same ballpark on how we feel about this before we get into it.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I, um, the first time I so I watched it twice. The first time I saw it, I just didn't like it really at all. Um, and then, I've softened on it a little in the days since, like where it's it doesn't seem as bad to me and I actually sort of enjoyed it a touch in the uh in the second viewing.
0: Okay. See now this is where we differ because I also watch it twice and it's gotten worse for me since the first viewing. <laughs> Oh, OK. All right. So but uh, before we get into all that, I have a couple things I do want to ask you about right at the top. Um, I have to ask you while we're here, because I know I think we're both big fans of this franchise. Can we just talk about Fast 9 for like a couple minutes? <laughs> because oh, sure. You yeah. posted uh the thing this thing that was great that I had you are the first person I saw post it was that thing with Vin Diesel welcoming him back to the movies, <laughs> the little like kind of trailer, but, you know, kind of more like, hey, welcome back to the movies. And I was like, how it's been a rough year because I think I was genuinely moved by that that little trailer. <laughs>
1: it's it's funny you said that because um, so I've been to the movies three times since I got my second vaccination. So I'm fully vaccinated now. And like I've been there the first two times I went, um I was completely alone in the theater. Mm-hmm. Like there was nobody else there. This The third time when I saw Mortal Kombat a second time, there was maybe like 15 people. Um, but the second time I went, um, they had at the theater chain that I was at, it was like classic cinemas, which I don't know if they they have uh, theaters outside of Illinois, but they uh, have probably like 10 or 15 in, in the state of Illinois. Um, they had like this bumper where it was like, Welcome back to the movies. So AMC, which was the theater chain that I went to for the first movie, just went, welcome back to AMC. And it's like, okay, thanks. (laughs) And then Classic Cinemas was just like, you've been through a lot. And I'm like, Oh shit, am I going to (laughs) cry? And like, they're just like, we missed you. And I'm like, Oh man, I'm getting choked up right now. (laughs) So your reaction to the fast nine Vin Diesel thing was kind of like the reaction I had to the classic cinemas thing. But like, I, I feel like, you know, Vin Diesel gets a lot of crap for his acting, but like, I never doubted his sincerity when it came to like, (laughs) welcoming us back like i feel like in the fiber of his being he really means that
0: yeah i mean he's the man is nothing if not sincere about pretty much everything to me it seems
1: like like yeah
0: so sincere and uh i feel like that was a big one last year when they pushed that back i think that was coming out close to when things shut down and i feel like that was a big decision when they pushed that back and i felt like he made a statement or something where he's like we've got to have people in the theaters for this i you know it's not gonna get released on vod or anything like that i feel like he was adamant he'll be in the theater and i feel like so he genuinely is happy people might be coming back this summer so i'm very excited for that movie like i really hope it doesn't disappoint me but uh, i can't help my expectations are very high for that movie
1: <laughs> yeah my expectations are, are super high because justin Lin's coming back and i feel like he's like the compass that that franchise needs <laughs> at this point because when they when he moved on um to do star trek uh the star trek beyond And they brought in, like, James Wan and um, F. Gary Gray. Like, I feel like through no no fault, really, of James Wan's for Mm -hmm. obvious reasons. But, like, I feel like the franchise really kind of lost its way and turned into, like, a USA, like, spy drama. (laughs) And that interests me a lot less. And I feel like Justin Lin, at least, is just like, oh, yeah, this is about, like, guys with cars. (laughs) Like, this is why people like these movies. They don't care about hackers. They don't (laughs) care about. So, like, it's funny because in the trailer they show like Ramsey having trouble driving. And I'm like, oh my God, that's such a brilliant character choice. I'm um, like, it humanizes her so much because she's this infallible Ramsey who can hack anything. But like now she like gets her Ethan Hunt and Mission Impossible three treatment where she's a real person. And it's all <laughs> because she doesn't know how to drive a car.
0: Oh, that's a great point, because it was kind of it kind of felt like she was just kind of kind of still hanging around. Like I didn't have a problem with her, but they didn't have anything for her. I, f- I don't know. It just kind of felt like she was just kind of there eight i I thought eight really lost its way i felt like i was still into in seven seven i obviously had a lot to deal with with paul walker passing away and eight but eight just felt like i was like oh man i think they're maybe running out of steam here but i think i think you're right i think they needed this injection uh and get back on track so i don't know i'm hoping i'm hoping it's like so we'll see um but
1: uh yeah yeah. hobson shaw was like um yeah, it's funny cuz I'm not a fan of Hobbs and Shaw at all. Like I'm just but I felt like that was like the like the series was building up to this like this giant movie as a like as a temper tantrum. It was like a baby who didn't get its way and just needed to be left screaming in a room for a day. And I was like, "Oh, that's Hobbs and Shaw" because like like and then with every new development where they they show like Oh, Kevin Hart's in this. Oh, Ryan Reynolds is in this. And I'm like, oh, this is all the guys who, like, are always, like, bunting for a single and never want to hit a home run. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's it's the people who like are easily appeased. Like they're probably over the moon about this movie. Like put as many of these people in it as the as you can. Let's get this all out of your system <laughs> and let's get back to business when Justin Lin comes back. So, exactly. I take these yeah, I take the Fast & Furious franchise very personally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do too. I do too. And uh I I came back to it so ran. I came back at like 5. I kind of I kind of tapped out after Too Fast Too Furious and then randomly like me and my sister on like Easter weekend had we want to go see some movie and I can't remember what it even was now but it was sold out and we we're like should we go see Fast 5 and we both had not <laughs> caught up with the franchise we went on a whim and we had like the greatest time ever and now we're like diehard fans of the whole franchise so um yeah. it really worked out that way
1: <laughs> yeah I'm the same way like I, I I saw um the first one in theaters and really liked it and then I was in the middle of whatever in 2003 and just didn't see Too Fast, Too Furious. And then I didn't see Tokyo Drift in theaters. The fourth one, I went to see only because it made a lot of money in its opening weekend. And I remember that surprising me and I didn't really like it. Mm -hmm. And then Fast Five, I only went to because a new movie theater around me was opening. And I'm like, well, I guess I'll go there just to see the new theater. Just like (laughs) watch Fast Five. And then like you, yeah, I was just like, why I it just hardwired into my DNA that
0: day. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. It just hit perfectly. I was like, this is so this is so great. Uh and I was amazed how much they were tying things back together. I'm like, what? They brought Ava Mendez back from too fast. Like, yeah. what are they doing? <laughs> like, this yeah. is insane. I just was blown away by the whole thing. So yeah, I, I have high hopes for Fast Nine. <laughs> so I'm hope we're not disappointed. <laughs> like, um, but no, I think it's going to be good. So um, yeah, I had to ask
1: you about that. because They were both big like, fans of that franchise. <laughs> so um, I have a sneaking suspicion there and maybe not in nine, but I have a sneaking suspicion that like Brian's going to come back somehow and it's going to be it's going to feel real weird and Ooh. nobody's going to know what to do with it.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. Didn't I heard they were still using his brothers like to double him for certain scenes? Have you heard this?
1: Yeah, I have a feeling like he won't be a main character, but then. He'll be like a deus ex machina type thing where like if they need him, like he'll just swing in and he's just like, <laughs> I got you guys. And everybody's be like, how do I feel about this? I'm <laughs> attacked, But I feel guilty.
0: <laughs> it's tough. I know because I know, you know, how much they all loved him. And, uh, you know, I think they want to really do right by him, honestly. So it's kind of a tough situation. I don't know. I, I think I'd. I guess I'd be okay with it. It would be weird. You're right. It's going to be really weird if he like swoops in yeah. and they've like CGI'd his face on one of his brothers and it's like a quick like he waves or something and then drives away. I don't know what's going to be like. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's weird because it's like you want permission to think it's okay. Like you want his brothers to like write you a handwritten letter being <laughs> like, this was Paul's wish. Just enjoy it. And right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Did you hear about the Dom Shrine?
0: Oh, I did. I, I, yeah. that sent my sister because I was like, you've got to read this story.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Dom Shrine is like where I'm convinced Paul Walker gives Vin Diesel permission to use his likeness.
0: That's <laughs> what it sounded like. I mean, he sent him John Cena. Who knows yeah. what
1: else he's telling him
0: in the Dom Shrine? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, I, I would love to see like Vin Diesel kind of like haggling with Paul Walker in the Dom Shrine where he's just like, you know, I think we could have gotten better than Cena. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, We could have gotten Cena in Fast (laughs) 2. Could we get Stone Cold Steve Austin? (laughs) Like, this isn't a giant get. And what are we going to do with Charlize? You sent me Charlize and we have no idea what to do with her. (laughs) She she won't leave the set. She's
0: just still here. (laughs)
1: I think it's so funny where she's like giving that monologue in the trailer and she's just like, you want to be stronger than Dom and quicker than Dom. And I just am like, he's this garage mechanic guy from the first movie. And it's like terrorists are like aspiring to be as cool as he is. Right. You can't.
0: It's hard to go back to to the first one and really think about where we've gotten to at this point. And I love that line where I think. He's, John Cena says, I've been living in your shadow my whole life. I'm like, he's not, like, a, a known, like, celebrity or something. I don't know what he means by living in his shadow.
1: Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have I have no idea. It would be funny if, like, they do all these flashback sequences and, like, there's just, like, a D.H. Cena, like, in the back of the, of like, Mia's restaurant in the first movie <laughs> and stuff like that. He's like, I was literally in a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I was there the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, oh, God. Pro- that's probably going to happen. There probably will be flashbacks, I swear, with him DH and him, like, in the background while things are happening. And they try to explain where he's been this whole time. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I don't know. It's going to be wild. I just, I'm, I'm in. I'm in for the whole
1: thing. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah, especially because it's like one of the few huge summer movies it feels that much more precious this year that's true i'm just i'm
0: like thirsty for those blockbusters too so i i was looking at stuff coming out i'm like i don't know if i'll see a movie in a theater until like quiet place part two unless i was missing something that's like the end of may i I don't know
1: yeah (laughs) there's some smaller stuff i want to see like there's a new jason statham coming out in a week oh that's right i forgot about that Um, (laughs) yeah i'll probably see the new Chris Rock saw a movie, but like, yeah, I'm not like I'm going because it's a thing that's there. Not because (laughs) like I'm marking my calendar specifically for that movie.
0: Yeah. I mean, I used to go like every weekend to see something I would go see like every horror movie that came out. I would see there was something like every weekend. I was like, I'll just go to the movies. So I, yeah, I forgot about spiral too. So I I might be back sooner than I thought, but um, I just got fully vaccinated a few days ago. So I got like a a week and a half get basically. And then I can, feel perfectly safe going out or much more safe than before. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because I haven't I been since double feature of Bloodshot and The Hunt was the last thing I saw in the theater.
1: <laughs> that seems like a good double feature. I never saw The Hunt, but yeah, Bloodshot with like something equally pulpy and kind of genre seems like the right move.
0: It wasn't bad. It was it was weird, too, because I I knew that was it like because they pulled yeah. other movies already. So, you know, like yeah. all the release. I was like, oh, OK, I really got to enjoy this. <laughs> so I think I like them both even more than I would have in a normal story. I haven't watched either one since, but under that, I was like, "Yeah, these are fun." I like, I'm gonna miss the movie. So, oh, but yeah, I'm excited to go back. So, um, okay, so we got Fast and the Furious talk, which is good. I'm I'm happy for that. So, yeah. um, now about this new Mortal Kombat, I, I we won't quite get into, like spoilers right, yeah, right at the top, but uh, yeah. So I, I kind of know your general thoughts, but like, what is, what was your your general thoughts in the movie, and like maybe some things you did like from the movie. <laughs>
1: Uh yeah so um I guess my general thoughts on the movie are that it's really like I I I guess the best way to do it is to compare it to the 1995 movie because it's almost like inescapable. Right. I was going to ask for um, that too. So yeah, that's a good place to start. I think. Yeah. So if I'm comparing it to the 1995 one, the 1995 one, I feel like is this perfect artifact of nineties mall movie goodness. Mm-hmm. And it knows exactly what it is. It's playing to the 13 year olds in the theater. Um, And it feels like a movie that's colored in crayon, which is what it should be. Mortal Kombat 2021 is a movie for 13-year-olds that's elevated to become a movie for (laughs) 40-year-olds. And that's why it feels weird now. Mm -hmm. And it's a movie that because of the way that shared universes are now and properties are handled... It feels like a movie colored in fine colored pencil to stay within all the lines when you just want it to go crazy and color and cram.
0: It's a good. It's a good way to put it, actually. <laughs> like it, I just watched the ninety-five one right before I watched the new one, and it does feel like it's uh, it, it's so different than this new one. It's like I I don't even know. It's and it's funny because I can't say it wasn't trying to set things up because the the ninety-five one literally ends with a cliffhanger you know, like it ends like right there for the sequel, but yeah. it just this one feels when I was done with this one, like I had fun. The first time I watched it, I was watching my roommate and he was very fired up. Like it's hard. It was hard to be down on it. Cause he was so excited about it. And I was kind of feeding off his energy. It was like, yeah, this is awesome. And yeah. I thought it moved pretty well the first time, but when it ended like shortly after it was over, I was like, Oh, this felt kind of empty and hollow to me. Like it kind of fell apart as soon as I started thinking about it a little much, a little more. And, uh, I I just was like, huh, I don't think I really enjoyed that that much. And I'm in the mistake of watching it again. And it got worse. It felt like it dragged on way worse a second time. Um, it just. Yeah. And it's so it's so concerned with like the world building. I feel like it's it's it just doesn't. It almost yeah. doesn't work as a single movie. <laughs> I don't I'm so conflicted on this movie. So I'm glad we're talking about it. because I was telling a friend I was like trying to tell my thoughts. I'm just like, I'm so conflicted. There's things I really liked, but there's things I really didn't. I just don't know how I feel about it.
1: Yeah. It's, it makes a lot of like, I, I guess my, you know, you know, whether I, on a gut level, I liked it or didn't like it really have to do more with kind of the vibe of the movie. And I just felt like it would felt just kind of safe and like careful in a way that the other mm-hmm. one didn't. It just, the the other one just felt like a goofy time for, you know, teenagers. Um, This one also, so this isn't my original thought. I think it's this, I think it was Brian Smith, uh, somebody I follow on Twitter who said this, but he hit the nail on the head on one criticism that I couldn't, I couldn't find the words for, which is this is like the 1995 movie with the cast of the 97
0: movie.
1: (laughs) And I think that's part of the problem is these actors like you know are all doing a competent job Mm -hmm. but they all feel like actors who shouldn't be in a movie that costs 50 million dollars they all feel like actors that should be in like a tv movie or like a straight to video movie and i don't mean that as like disrespect to them it's just that there's no like real star quality there so like when um rob from f this movie wrote his review of it I couldn't help myself and I left a, like a comment in the in the comments uh, of his review and I was just like this movie desperately needs stunt casting like you need like Russell Crowe as Shank's son or something <laughs> like that like there needs to be more juice to this thing and um, the other big criticism is yeah I understand you're taking like a calculated risk by saying you know we're saving the tournament for the second movie but what a dumb decision. <laughs>
0: like, yeah. Yeah. That that was one of my notes. I was like, so no tournament. I was curious how you felt about that. I, I with the end. I was like, oh, oh, we didn't have a tournament. OK, right.
1: <laughs> I think it's such I think it's so like indicative and reflexive of like the time that we're living in where they're like, no, they're going to be just cheaters. <laughs> and it's like no like the, the whole point is that if you lose like i and i, I actually i didn't get it so what what, what was it like if earth realm loses 10 tournaments in a row then outworld invades earth realm or is it just like a best of 10 because that doesn't make sense either so like i so i was just like wow earth really if if it's the consecutive thing earth really deserves to be conquered if they lose nine in a row <laughs>
0: Terrible average. I think it. I think it's in the first movie too. If they lose ten straight, then they're evaded. So I think that's how it works. I did have a note that just said the rules surrounding Mortal Kombat make no sense and are never properly enforced. That's what it's like. I don't. I don't understand. Like it makes like it's because Raiden keeps telling them you can't do this, you can't do that, and they keep doing that stuff. And I'm like, I think they have some line that's like very like offhand about, um, oh well, the elder gods don't care that much. like what okay like nobody cares that much i'm so i it was just weird i'm like what i don't understand
1: (laughs) yeah Uh. it's all very loose and strange and uh i know the the big to do with this one is it's like it's rated r so there's tons of blood and they really kind of showcase all the blood in the opening sequence of like you know to get you excited about the blood and um I thought, like, as he, as um, the guy who ends up being Scorpion was throwing around his knife at like the henchmen, and like they were all profusely bleeding. I was like, "There's blood shooting out of the knife. <laughs> like, you did this special effect wrong. It's not like blood is coming out of the people. The blood is coming out of the knife."
0: <laughs> I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it
1: was so weird. And then uh, I kept laughing when. That guy is dying because he's just like, for a really long time it seems like, um, just like vomiting blood, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. He's gonna, he's not looking good, <laughs> but then he like stops and he's just like, blah, blah. he's like making, like sound effects, like he's like a frat boy who drank too much vodka and now it's like paying the price.
0: Oh, God. <laughs>
1: it's a prolonged death scene
0: yeah. for, for no real reason. I and that. That part you just brought up about how, yeah, it's way bloodier. It's way more violent. That was always the criticism of the 95 version that was P E 13 I think that was the main criticism. And yeah. I get it because the games basically made their fame off of being violent. You know, that was like the whole thing and the fatalities and everything. And I I had a thought that this movie, I'm like, did they just think – that all we have to do is make it radar and get really gory. And our our work is done here. Cause it kind of sometimes felt that way to me, honestly, like we're setting up a franchise, we gave them fatalities, they'll be happy. It kind of like, I don't know. It was kind of, I didn't want to be that um, negative about it, but I just kind of thought I'm like, is that all, is that as much thought that went into this? Yeah. I don't,
1: I don't know. The funny thing though, was as I was watching the movie, both times, like the added gore and fatalities didn't really do much for me. But try this as an exercise and you might actually enjoy it a little bit more. Talk to your parents about what happens in the movie. Because I had this happen where my dad was like, I might watch it just because it's on HBO Max. But I read (laughs) in the review that some woman gets sawed in half and I'm like, not into that. So like, is it really that bad? And I'm like, well... What happens is there's this guy who's got a power saw like sombrero and then she gets cut in half like like for the length of her body and i'm like but it's cartoonish so it's not that gross and he's just like what and he's like what else happens i'm like there's a giant mini godzilla and he gets his heart ripped out (laughs) and like as i was describing it i'm like maybe this movie isn't that bad
0: That and I I wrote that I think it's a it's a movie made of like some really good moments, some cool moments, but I think the yeah. overall movie kind of fails to come together as anything. Um yeah. that's at the end, I feel like Shang Tsung – now I will kind of get the spoilers, but uh at the end, Shang Tsung kind of comes back after they've defeated everybody and he's like, Well, I'll just find more fighters. I'll bring armies next time. It doesn't matter. Like almost like none of this matter that we just did for an yeah. hour and a
1: half. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like I will say this though, like I kind of I think the key to enjoying this movie a little bit is through Shang Sun Because when, you, when they cut to Outworld, Outworld sucks. Like, right. you're, you're just wondering, like, what are they doing all day? <laughs> like, they just <laughs> basically have, like, a bridge and a valley. And then they're just standing around waiting, I guess, for a fight to happen. Right. Um, but, like, it feels so Masters of the universe that I kind of like it, where it's like these characters from another dimension, or like in that case Eternia, are coming to Earth, and then they're just like, they fit in about as well as like like Pinhead and the Cenobites, and they're just like, we have urgent things to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) So like that stuff, I kind of like because it's so stupid. I think my big problem with the movie is, it won't admit how st- like it's a dumb movie but i feel like it's not ready yet to fully embrace how dumb of a movie it is
0: yeah i actually was thinking the same th- something very similar it uh it, it it's based off like you know it's based off a baseball video game that's never took itself that seriously i thought they've taken themselves more seriously with the recent games i don't know if you've played any of these yeah. games um in the past like decade they kind of switched course and they have like a much more elaborate story mode now and the movie's definitely taking a lot of cues from those newer games which do take themselves more seriously they're still good games but um yeah the movie does have a little too much of its own (laughs) it's like why is it so so serious but then it's it's inherently silly so it's like lean into the, the have more fun it just didn't seem as I, like So I had fun in the moment, but then when it was over, I don't know what happened because I just was like, I don't think I like that very much. <laughs> it's so I'm yeah. so torn about this movie. It's very bizarre.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's something that I don't feel like if I say to myself, OK, I didn't like that movie. Then I like feel bad about it. And I'm like, maybe it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. But then if I say like, oh, I like that movie. I'm just like, come on, Adam, you can do better than that. <laughs>
0: And I, I felt bad because I I actually liked most of the cast, um, especially okay. the guys playing Sub-Zero and Scorpion, who aren't in the movie nearly enough. Uh, Joe yeah. Talon from The Raid and Night Comes for Us and um, Hiroyuki Sonata as Scorpion. I liked them. I wanted more of them, but they're basically I mean, Sub-Zero pops in and out, but the, Scorpion's at the beginning and the end, and that's basically it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's good to, like, just kind of run through the characters, because I, I agree. Like, I thought that Sub-Zero and Scorpion were good and I understand like a common criticism is you know well you know uh, the guy from the raid Joe Taslim can like do such cool stuff fighting and like you cut around it and like the editing's bad and that's not wrong Mm -hmm. but I feel like especially in the final showdown between the two of them there's enough just kind of kineticness to the sequence and like they built up to it enough where you're just like, oh, okay, well, at least you really did save the best fight for the last one.
0: Right. And it has the most uh, story impact, I feel like, with Scorpion being yeah. there. And uh, I just wish it wasn't in, like, a frozen MMA cage. I feel like it's kind of a weak, like, setting for that final fight. I wish it was a little more, like, cinematic. They have so many cool places to yeah. pick from, and they end in a frozen MMA cage. <laughs> like,
1: That's just like a fucking... Oh, sorry. Can I swear on here? Oh, yeah, you can <laughs> swear on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, th- this, this is just like... It's such a comment on how banal and bland like the world is now where it's just like in the first movie it's in this like i i don't like temple and there's like a giant like pit that if you fall into it you get impaled by spikes and in this one it's just like no it needs to be grounded because it's the youtube generation and you're the star (laughs) and stuff and it's like so nobody's special because everybody's special. So let's just hold it in an MMA cage. It's like, why don't you just hold it inside a target then? <laughs> That's for the sequel.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. I ca- now I kind of wish that was the say. <laughs> and that- well, here's yeah. the weird thing. They've got like uh, Jax fighting. Oh, God. What's his name? Reiko or something over that pit, which is like a famous Mortal Kombat level. It's like a long bridge. And you can see it's kind of quick. They they pan away from it like all the spikes at the bottom, which is like a famous Mortal Kombat level. So they're doing that, but then they're kind of cutting to other more boring locations. It's it's like its foot's half in the game, half out. Like it almost doesn't want to commit yep. to being a full fun video game movie. And it's like it's it's so it's you know things are good, things are bad. I don't know. It's like it's just yeah. not fully in- committed. I think it's the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like we're fighting you know the sharp teeth girl inside like this <laughs> giant fantasy land, but then. Sonia V. Kano is in a trailer. Yes! (laughs) And then she killed him with a gnome. I was like, what? That's it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like that One thing I will say is I think just because they pay more attention to him in this one, I think Kano probably comes off better in this movie than he does in the 95 Mortal Kombat. Mm -hmm. But, like, yeah, he's basically the most compelling villain... Right. Because that turn is at least something that they're doing with the character. And it's interesting. Um, but then, yeah, it's like if if like, uh, what's his name? Obi-Wan Kenobi stab- stabbed Anakin Skywalker with like a jagged piece of rock in the eye. It's like, what?
0: Yeah, that's it. And I thought he wasn't really dead. And it was like, no, he—that's he, it. He's dead. And yeah. It's like, it's, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like so weird. And then i, I was curious what you thought of that guy because I think Kano's been a little divisive. I've seen people who love him in the movie and who hate him in the movie because he's kind of the comedic relief. But yeah. I really kind of brought like a spark of energy
1: whenever he was on the yes. on screen. So. Yeah, that's a great way of saying it. Yeah, even if what he was saying wasn't funny, like he was at least doing something and he was trying to keep like the energy up because everybody else is treating this like it's high art and it's right. not. Guys. It's like like there's a there's a fine there's a fine line in genre acting when it comes to like you have to take it seriously because otherwise if you're in on the joke then you got like snakes on a plane and then it's right. not fun for the audience because you're having too much fun. Mm-hmm. But like you also have to do this with a wink like Exa- yeah <laughs> and i feel like in mortal combat there's not not enough of the actors they're too sincere they're too like this is my shot at being in more movies so i'm gonna like really commit to the bit but they do it like in a weird way that's hard to define like because and it's strange because like i think that you know the actor is playing you know Sonia, like she was in the meg and like battle of the sexes and like a couple other things like i think she's fine she's probably just as good as like bridget wilson was in the mm-hmm. first movie but like she's taking it pretty seriously the new character he's taking it like pretty seriously and he's not that great of an actor and it's <laughs> like a bit of a drag and like the guy playing jacks like could be really awesome if he didn't talk because his voice doesn't sound like a movie actor. It sounds like just some <laughs> dude.
0: I was surprised when he talked. I was like, I don't think that, I didn't think that voice would come at him. <laughs>
1: like, it sounds like like he immediately, it's, and this is such a, a stupid nitpick, but like when he starts talking, it sounds immediately like a sci, you're watching a sci-fi movie. Like a sci-fi channel movie.
0: Very specific, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's
1: yeah, like... like there's like the, the actors on sci-fi channel movies all sound a certain way. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, no, you just <laughs> or, or like when you see like the wife and daughter of the what, what's the name of the invented character? I forgot what his name oh, was. Oh, uh, Cole Young. Cole. Yeah. So like <laughs> when you see like the wife and daughter of Cole, I'm just like, oh, this is a direct to video movie. Like there's just something <laughs> like you need you need to to have people with more gravitas you need to have like stunt casting like as ridiculous as he is having christopher lambert in mortal Kombat tells you exactly what movie you're watching
0: yeah yeah i kind of love him as raiden even though it's i mean (laughs) they've they've whitewashed that part in the past and they fixed it this time but he 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 brings some energy to that first movie and he kind of has the the vibe of this is supposed to be fun. I'm not going to play this too serious. I don't think he's ever fully winking at the camera, which I appreciate. Yeah. 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 And I I don't know why I was going to ask, you, but I don't know why they invented this Cole young new character, because this franchise has been around for, I think almost 30 years at this point, And they have so many characters to pull from. I don't know why they don't just start with like, like Liu Kang, like in the 95 version, or I mean, Sonya blade, like start with her and Je- like, just, I don't know why you need this new character I thought that was such an odd choice honestly
1: I feel I, I have a weird theory about that and I think it's because it's they made somebody that's so unexceptional that <laughs> it allows the audience to project themselves onto him and be like oh that's me that's like if I was in Mortal Kombat and guess what by the end of it I'm awesome it's like the whole YouTube thing where it's like I'm a star now there are no movie stars because I'm a star now it's like <laughs> I got right. a gold shirt. Like, it's yeah. Like, it's my... yeah, like when he gets at the end, like
0: he
1: beats Goro because he gets like a gold shirt. It's just like, <laughs> sure. He
0: he found his Arcana, whatever that's about. <laughs> I, I thought that was kind of a, uh, I don't know. I thought that, that was like a, I thought an a necessary invention to give people powers. I like, couldn't you just explain it. Like once they go into Outworld that they have, that they have abilities there. I didn't think you had to do this whole finding. And I don't know how Sonya got hers. I know she killed Kano and got the ability to get one, but then it seemed like she just had powers immediately.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, it seems like, um, I don't know. Well, she's got a (laughs) yeah, that doesn't make much sense. Yeah, because she like jumps back in and like within two seconds, like takes out you know, sharp teeth girl.
0: (laughs) Like Cole has to go through a struggle. Jax has to try to be saving Sonya get his like everyone has to go through something and then she just pops back oh yeah
1: Uh i think i got it i think i got it Kano says something to her about how she doesn't have like the killer instinct and i think because at the beginning like when they go into like the the waiting room like that void area before Mm -hmm. they decide to split up everybody um she says you know i want sharp teeth girl (laughs) and then i think that's the thing i think that's her like are you Arcana or whatever Okana? Where she's like, she gets like that kind of killer instinct.
0: Okay. No, I think you. I think you have a point there. I was thinking like it was because she finally killed Kano and yeah, but it it uh yeah, minor nitpick. But I just had to bring well, it I up. Think, I was
1: like, yeah, yeah. I think she got she got the tattoo by killing Kano. Yeah. But like, yeah, <laughs> she's able to unlock her power because she now really wants to kill people, but <laughs> specific people. <Yeah. laughs>
0: right the just the really just the bad people and oh and speaking uh, speaking of Sonya Blade I, I felt bad for this actress uh Jessica McNamee I think is her name because yeah. I especially when she first comes in she's forced to do all like the exposition dump stuff <laughs> and I just felt bad for her because I'm like I kind of was judging her I was like is she a bad actress or is she just saddled with like some of the worst dialogue <laughs> you
1: know oh I was I was distracted by her because I was like that's street fighter kylie minogue like how did they just take her out of that movie and put her in this movie
0: <laughs> it's very similar that's that's true um man is it is it crazy to say i might prefer the 94 street fighter over this movie
1: <laughs> over the 2021 mortal kombat yeah yeah no it's not crazy like <laughs> okay. I, I i mortal Co- or street fighter is like the Popeye of video game movies. It's just like, (laughs) you are doing your own thing. (laughs) And I kind of admire it. Like I, I, it's not a movie I'll ever say like is good, but I could watch it anytime. Whereas this (laughs) combat, I, I, I'll probably watch this. Well, I won't say probably, I'll definitely watch a sequel to this, but if I'm ever like jonesing to watch a mortal Kombat movie, I'm just going to go to the Paul WS Anderson one.
0: Yeah, that's how I feel. And I see it's I almost feel like I like for me, it's hard for me to criticize this new one, especially compared to the older one, because I have such nostalgia for that Street Fighter and that Mortal Kombat, because I was like pretty young when those came out and they were a big deal to me. I was like eight, seven or eight, nine, somewhere in that range with both when they both came out. So I almost feel like it's unfair. Like I have so much nostalgia for that Mortal Kombat, especially. And I'm like, am I being fair? Like, is it? But it's fun. It's a fun movie. Like, I just rewatched it. I was like, it still holds up. I don't think it's just my nostalgia. Yeah,
1: well, it's just I. I mean, I would be curious to see, like, somebody around our age, when the original movie came out, react to the 2021 Mortal Kombat. Because it's such a weird thing to ask an audience of being like, hey, guys, you used to love this when you were in grade school, and I know you are homeowners now, and, like, (laughs) it's like... It's like, I want you to put away, like, your 401k worries and worry about Kato. It's like, it's like such a weird ask. Yeah. So, I don't
0: know. Oh, yeah. I mean, but the, see, because the the, the the games have still been pretty popular as far as I know. So, it's not like they had yeah. to reinvigorate this franchise. It's still been going yeah. pretty strong. Um. So... I don't know. I don't know what the goal was. I, I do. When it was over, I was like, "Was the goal to set up a franchise or a sequel for the movies?" Because I would you, I would see a sequel actually in a heartbeat. Uh, that's the funny thing. I'm kind of knocking the movie a lot, but yeah. if you give them a new director who I think can shoot action better and bring back most of the same cast, I'm good with most of them, and just kind of focus on the fights in the tournament, I think you've got a much better movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm just curious, like, it's like, who ooh, who are they going to cast as Johnny Cage? And like, <laughs> then they play the song and it's like this techno version of it. I'm like, that's not bad. So you like leave the theater or leave the HBO Max thinking that what you just watched is better than it really was.
0: That's what happened to me. Yeah, that's what they, they yeah. got me. I was like, oh yeah, cool. And then five minutes later, I was like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> Let me think yeah. about this. And then like, I, you he, tricked, me. <laughs> he, he tricked me with your Johnny Cage tease and your, your fancy Mortal Kombat song. Although I still vastly prefer the original. Cause yeah, my do. God, when that new line logo comes up and that man just screams Mortal Kombat, I watched it like in the morning one day and I was immediately like pumped up. I was like, yes, I'm awake now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's so good. Um, so, yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm open. I'm definitely, I think they'll get a sequel. I think it did pretty well um, already. Yeah.
1: So. yeah, and it does. I mean, because it's, um, I saw on Wikipedia, like, the budget was, like, 50 million, and it's already grossed, like, 55 worldwide. And because of the way that, you know, movies are now, they don't have to spend, like, two and a half times the budget on marketing and all that mm-hmm. stuff anymore. So, like. It can turn a profit quicker, so i'm I'm sure they'll make another one
0: yeah i would I would think so, especially since they, they kind of banked on it. they're like we got a franchise cooking, so um and I just want to bring this up, and i I know I'm sure neither of us are like uh, probably as deep into action movies as our mutual friend Mike Scott and other people I follow on action Twitter, but I don't yeah. know if you saw there were some really good breakdowns of like the bad editing in these fight scenes. And the, that's uh, the editing is not good. Uh, there's a lot of like cross cutting between fights. The editing in the fights is not good. Um, and I kind of thought that when I was watching it, but I'm no expert. But then when like I read Mike's thread on Twitter and I'm like, oh shit, he's got a lot of great points about, you know, they, they just pull away in the wrong times and it loses the impact. And um, I don't know if you saw any of that or not. I don't want to get too deep into that, but it's, it's kind I of, did.
1: a <laughs> yeah, I no, I did. I, um I love Mike. I will say this, though, reading that while I before I went into the movie sort of hurt the movie in a way that I didn't want it to hurt the movie because I was focusing on something that I don't think that I would have been concerned with. Oh,
0: OK. Fair enough. So, I,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I you know, the, the great thing about Mike is Mike has like a Ph.D. in action movies that I'll never get. Like he, he has he's on another level. Like, I love action movies, but he's on another level. But um, I think the stuff that I'll be able to just kind of ride with because of I'm just like, sure, I'm at the movies. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I could watch, you know, I, everybody kind of goofs. Like, I think the go to like action editing goof is like um, Liam Neeson climbing over a fence and taking three. Oh, God. where it takes <laughs> like nine cuts for him to do that. And it's like, yeah, if you make a video about it and you break it down, like it's like, wow, he really can't do that, can he? But um but if you're just watching it like as a or I'll say for me, like if I'm just watching it as a movie, it it really doesn't bother me too much.
0: No, that's that's fair. And I was thinking even because I, I, I read the thread, I think, after I watched the movie. So oh, yeah. um, so that's very different. And, but I kind of felt like. The, the fight scenes weren't as good as I wanted them to be. So I knew something was off, but I don't have the, the, you know, the PhD, like, you know, it's like, I, I don't have that kind of knowledge to think about the editing, it, but when he broke it down, I was like, okay, that's what I think was off was like, it just, they were cutting at the wrong times and things didn't have impact. And I could see how I, I was thinking the common movie goer is probably never, ever going to notice this or care. You know what I mean? But, but yeah. for the hardcore action people, I get it and they make good points. They're totally fair, but I, I could see how that could kind of sour you on it. But, um, but yeah, yeah, just, it's,
1: mm-hmm. yeah okay, it, it doesn't hold up to the to the standard of the raid or anything like that. And I think it's so egregious because, you know, you've seen Joe Taslim do or Taslim or Taslim. I, I'm I think sorry. Taslim. 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 Um, you've seen him do long takes, wide shots like full. You know, you could see the whole choreography and he's incredible. But like this movie just doesn't call for that in a weird way when mm-hmm. it probably should. It's sort of honest on second thought, Mike has like a good point, I think, too, because a lot of people who aren't, you know, hardcore action aficionados will still watch Mortal Kombat. And they could take if the filmmakers really cared, like they could take the responsibility of like, no, we owe it to them to show them some like really great choreographed action, but they didn't. Right. <laughs> they could it have might, done that but they didn't
0: yeah, yeah. that's kind of makes me also think And that like how? what were they aiming for like they we had the fatalities we're good and I don't know this director I think is the only thing he's directed I couldn't find any other movies yeah. he directed so um, he
1: yeah, okay. not, yeah he does <laughs> fine I mean like it feels like a movie and like honestly that's really the only <laughs> standard that I look for <laughs> like when it comes to like, is this director, should he get another, he or she get another shot? Like, did it feel like a movie? It's like, yeah, it's like, well, that's better than 50% of the other guys.
0: <laughs> that's true. That's true. I mean, that's, I feel bad being critical of this movie because there were plenty of things that I liked, right. but I just feel like for some reason the the negatives are really standing out, especially after that second watch, which is I just did today. And it was like, yeah. it. it only an hour and 40 minutes, like 10 minutes of credits, but it's, it's not even that yeah. long a movie, but it it flew by the first time. This, today, I was like, oh, my God, this is still going on. like it was really, really dragging. I don't know what what happened, but um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm yeah, so I wasn't.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It, I wasn't crazy about the structure of the movie because it was like first act, introduce your characters, second act long training montage them getting their special powers mm-hmm. third act like instead of a uh, third act like cross-cut fight scenes it's like why didn't you just do standalone fight scenes for everybody like i understand like they don't want it to be too repetitive but this is like if you go to see prince And he does like a medley of when doves cry and purple rain together. And it's like, Oh no, no, you could do them separate. Like we'll (laughs) sit here and watch. We'll sit here and listen.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to smash them all together really quick and rush through it. It's good. That's, that's one thing that bothered me the most. I think you just hit on that is like, I really went into this and I don't know why I thought this, if I was sold this and I thought it'd be very broken up into like, we're really going to focus on the fights this time. Like we're going to have good fights. We're going to focus on them. And they take so much time to get there and then they get there and they're cross cutting like they're like uh, that Cole guy is fighting Goro back on Earth. And meanwhile, they keep cutting back to Outworld and there's like three fights going on. And that was where I really thought the editing was a complete mess. I was like, they are like all over the place. And I I just felt like it had no focus and nothing had any impact because they were cutting between so much stuff that I was just like, why are you kind of smashing this all together? Kind of, you know?
1: (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. Like, I thought this movie was going to cross the line where all of a sudden, like, gold suit man, his wife and his daughter get gold suits and they become the Incredibles.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, that would have been amazing. I kept thinking they were going to kill his wife and and daughter. I kept thinking they were going to pull that card, but they never did. They got close, but I really kept thinking that was going to (laughs) happen.
1: I did think it was pretty funny when, like, in the MMA, in the frozen MMA cage, how they were frozen, like they were cocooned by xenomorphs, and then um, Cole is just like so, like scorpions fighting Sub Zero, but Cole is just punching the his his ice daughter. <laughs>
0: yeah he he can't he can't heat up his suit like he's trying to get fire out of there and he's like oh i'll just punch it and then i love there's a little moment i do love where lu kang shows up and they're like shivering the wife and the daughter and lu kang's like here let me warm you up with my fire
1: oh yeah that that's hilarious it's like if i were them it's just like how long do i have to sit here for it's like (laughs) no really that's okay it's okay it's like we'll just go into the car there's a heater um no i like uh there, I, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that part made me laugh. And then another thing I'm glad you brought, brought that up is because it reminds me of um, Cabal. And oh, yeah. there's a couple of stuff that he says that are so funny. Like there's a scene where Shang Sun has um, Kung Lao and he's about to suck out his soul. <laughs> and that's on its face. It's ridiculous, but you roll with it because it's in the movie mortal Kombat. But then when Cabal is fighting Liu Kang and he's just like, listen to that, he's gonna suck his soul. It's just like, oh no, like you can't say that out loud. <laughs> you can't like like Shang Sun in the first movie says, Your soul is mine, and then he's you know, he steals your soul. But like you can't he you you can't be like, oh yeah, he's gonna get his soul sucked, bro. <laughs> you can't say that. And like move on with your movie oh, he turns
0: to him so casually and he's like he's about to get his soul sucked bro
1: he's just like it's gonna be crazy bro he's gonna soul suck <laughs> i love listening to people get their soul sucked, bro
0: i don't know if i loved or hated the voice for cabal because it was kind of it was like so just,
1: casual i don't know like yeah he's just yeah. so chill i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah it definitely felt like Something that they recorded in 30 minutes. Like, all the lines.
0: Yeah. Just, just knock this all out one day. We're out of time. Like, I, again, a voice I did not expect to come out of a character. Like, we talk about Jax. Like, I didn't expect that voice to come out of Cabal.
1: Like, no, no. Yeah, like, you expect him to have, like, a Darth Vader-y, like, yes. you know, upper <laughs> respiratory breathing voice. Like, very machine-like. But then when he talks, he just sounds like sassy Mandalorian. It's like, what do you <laughs> What is going on?
0: Oh, I want a, a new comedy on Disney Plus called Sassy Mandalorian.
1: <laughs> I'd watch like, it. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Th- yeah, that was that was a really strange moment. I mean, it was kind of funny, but I was just like, well, that's weird. Like, ca- again, like a moment that pops up when everything else is so serious. Then he says that to him. And oh, man, um, <laughs> looking at my notes here, yeah. I'm like, what else happened in this movie? <laughs> um,
1: there was, there was <laughs> also a moment where like. The flying bat girl um <laughs> enters the movie, the villain, and yes. Shang is like, Isn't she beautiful? And then Cabal's just like, Yeah, or, like squealing's a real turn on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, What is going on?
0: Oh like a character I had no idea who that flying woman was. And I was like, Who is this? She was literally in one game in like 2004, You know, it was like, uh, yeah. I was like they they dug deep for her. I don't know why they put her in there. Um, but uh Oh man, I'm trying, I liked I liked the guy that played Liu Kang. I liked Kung Lao. Um, I'm trying to think of because uh, I brought up Liu Kang and I'm like, I, I like that guy. I I really wish he'd been the main character, honestly. Um, I didn't
1: like Liu Kang just because I liked Robin Chu better in the first movie, oh, and I think well, I was yeah. comparing him to. So like that that was the thing. Like if if they were one to ones from the '95 to the 2021, it was like they were doing their own tournament for me in terms of like which one do I prefer. <laughs>
0: I do like Robin Shu better still, but I, again, I kind of grew up, I grew up in this Liu Kang, so it's hard for me to separate, yeah. but, um yeah. thought the new guy was nice. I, I do love that fire moment with the family. <laughs> it's like, here, let me warm you up. Also, that's what I was going to mention. Uh, throughout <laughs> yeah. the whole movie, nobody seems that blown away by what's happening. Like <laughs> his family is been is frozen. True. Like yeah. Goro shows up. They take that pretty well. They've been frozen. All yeah. these characters show up, a man with fire in his hands, and they, they barely seem to react to what's happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. I think it's also funny how um uh the some of the placement of like the F word in the movie is really funny to me. Like there's there was a moment early where Jax is like, all right, I'm gonna go, f- you know, take down Sub Zero. You get you get your wife and daughter to Gary and <laughs> which was so specific. It wasn't like you get her you get them out of here and then go find Sonya. Or no, it was like get your dog you get your family out of here and then go to Gary, Indiana and here's the address. It's like okay. Um, I wrote yeah,
0: I wrote that down. Yeah. Sorry, that Gary, Indiana part cuz I never thought I'd see a movie where someone yelled at someone to get to Gary, Indiana.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just weird. And then um, and then uh Cole is like no I'll stay with you And we could fight Sub-Zero together And then Jack says like do you want your Wife and daughter on a fucking Slab get out of here And I just was thinking I'm like he could Have just said do you want them on a slab right. But he's just like <laughs> He's just like Fucking slab <laughs> Like I don't know why I just it was funny Like some or Yeah I don't know It was just weird It was just I, a weird movie <laughs>
0: it is it's I was it's so weird that's why when it was over I was like I had fun and I was like that was weird wasn't it and I the pieces there's just so many pieces here and it's like some things I'm totally fine with some things take me out of the movie uh I just it's so strange like sometimes it's it's taking itself really seriously then some stuff happens like with the cabal and the soul-sucking thing where it's like how'd that sneak in here you know it's just like yeah
1: it's so, sometimes
0: it's, oh sorry go ahead I was like, it feels like so many things going on, like the Kano stuff. Like I appreciated it, but it felt like he just kind of walked in from yeah. a different place. That's kind of Kano in a nutshell. But it's like I don't know, it there's so much going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, there, this is a movie where I wonder if like critics who were around in like the eighties and nineties. And are maybe like retired or no longer alive, like just are in heaven looking down and just shaking their heads at people like having conversations about these movies. Cause it's like, <laughs> cause it's like they used to talk about like real movies for adults. And like Mortal Kombat was the type of movie that was like not screened for critics. Right. And it was just like, and now every major critic is like talking about this like it's Nixon. <laughs>
0: It was such a hot topic over the weekend, like, especially on Twitter. People were... That was their thing I thought was kind of weird, like, because I'm kind of in the middle leaning toward not liking much. People were very, like, either, like, you love it or hate it, and people seem like you are getting mad at each other for yeah. liking it or not liking it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, people are being, like, really defensive and saying, like, oh, you got paid because you liked this movie, and it's just, like, trust me, no one's getting paid. <laughs> or, yeah. like how it's I don't know it's just like let me like what I like and all this stuff and like they're being like really defensive about their liking of this this version of Mortal Kombat and I'm like how do you get this worked up either way about this movie
0: (laughs) yeah yeah that's I was like I'm so in the middle I can't I can't go to either one of these sides because I can't get this passionate about it but I couldn't find the the passion for the new mortal combat <laughs> like i just couldn't do it um i don't i don't know i don't get it of uh, yeah it's uh i mean it's be- i think it's better than annihilation that's something
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that- my favorite thing about annihilation was i i can't remember when i heard this it was pretty recent or where i heard this it was pretty recently but somebody said that that movie got released with like first draft special effects like and it wasn't like them making fun of the special effects it was like oh no literally like it was like if you start a powerpoint presentation and then you just put like xyz as a bullet point and then you're Mm -hmm. just like come on we gotta go we gotta give the presentation and then you go give the presentation and you're like (laughs) xyz
0: you're like oh no i didn't actually write (laughs) it
1: yeah i didn't oh you didn't finish the special (laughs) effects Yeah, that was like what happened with Mortal Kombat Annihilation. But yeah, this is much better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I can definitely say that safely. Um, But yeah, that was uh, I saw that, too. I think it was one of the uh, the guys that work for Vinegar Syndrome had that story. And it blew me away because I was like, oh, well, that makes so much sense if that's true, because that movie you see it and you're like, how did this happen? And I I saw it in a theater like I couldn't I was like, I saw this in a movie theater in 1987 uh that's insane and um yeah that kind of makes it was basically a work print almost with the special effects yeah. it was they just hadn't finished them which shows clearly
1: so yeah
0: oh man that's
1: who, who would yeah. you cast as johnny cage like say you could cast anybody who would you put who would you cast as johnny cage
0: that's a great question because i had that question for you actually too so oh, okay. okay let me think about this um i i should i had the question right now i should have thought about this i um there's two people i want they're very different uh <laughs> one is scott adkins Okay. Because uh, I feel like everyone's pointing out there, and I'm like, we do. I just want Scott, Scott Atkins to be in more movies. Honestly, I think he'd do a good job. And another one who I think has the energy of Johnny Cage, but he's not. I don't think he's much of a fighter. Is there was a wrestler named The Miz? Have you heard of The Miz? No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He was in like some like Marine sequels. He was in like Marine like three, four, five or something. <laughs> um, he's this wrestler. His whole gimmick is that he is like a Hollywood A list celebrity. It's kind of like a Johnny Cage gimmick. It's like he's not even—he's always like a bad guy in wrestling. And he's not really a good wrestler in the real sense or in the fake sense. Um, but he has the energy of a Johnny Cage. I don't know. That's kind of a—I don't think that won't actually happen. But um, those are my two picks, I guess. Who who would you cast?
1: <laughs> so I got all right. I got two picks. Like I don't want it to be a Scott Adkins type because I feel like you've already made the action like the PhD action fan mad and i feel like you need to double down at this point like you need to just like you need to just be like this isn't for you like (laughs) we're making this ridiculous so i would say i would want johnny cage to be somebody ridiculous like george clooney (laughs) like i want somebody like with real heft where you're Uh just like where it's like late career past their prime and you're just like only now would this person do this movie like it's like it's like when you get um what's his name like Orson Welles doing Transformers the movie like i need somebody like that <laughs> i need like i need like that kind of situation so george clooney is just a random example but i'm trying to think of a a more action yeah. um but maybe somebody like uh oh boy um like if you got like Ben Affleck
0: <laughs> <laughs> I yeah I could actually kind of see that um I I love this idea now I'm trying to like fantasy cast like people who were kind of like or Colin Farrell or something oh that's kind of a good one I, I need somebody yeah. who was like a way bigger star like 10 15 years ago maybe even yeah. longer but oh man
1: yeah I would say like <laughs> Josh Hartnett but he's too tall oh yeah yeah <laughs> But yeah, you need somebody who was like, had their action shot around like 2000 to 2005.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of perfect. I kind of, that's, I'm kind of down with that now. <laughs> it's like, that's a good idea. Cause it because it, yeah, it's like, that's the kind of why I threw like the Miz pick. That's kind of like the, almost the joke pick or the, like, we're not taking this seriously. But if you are taking it seriously, if they change course or something, maybe get Atkins. I don't know. But, um. I don't know I man I'm gonna really turn this over <laughs> I wish I don't want to think about the podcast because I'll sit here and go who could it be but uh but I'm gonna think yeah. about it um I'm trying to think I feel like mm-hmm. Jack Rainer could pull it off but he would be like too much like
1: Kano too
0: oh yeah that's true I, I like him a lot but yeah that would be kind of be like more like just more Kano I think
1: <laughs> yeah hmm. hmm I don't know I this, think <laughs> what, what, what about like Jake Gyllenhaal as Johnny Cage <laughs>
0: If they could get him, I would love that. I would. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think back to like mid 2000s action movies and like people, people that were like in action movies that probably shouldn't have been in action movies. I should. I, I'm trying to think of like you guys just did the heavy action uh, All-Star yeah. volume two on this movie. And I'm like, who would you guys mention on that show that maybe could do this? If there's anybody on that list.
1: But... Um. OK, so I can remember the 10. So like Mila Jovovich can't be right. a Johnny Cage really. <laughs> so we'll, Um. then there was like Harrison Ford. He's too old. <laughs> yeah. Denzel Washington, he's no. too old. Um, Vin Diesel's too big of a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's too big of a star. Oh, yeah. There was Christian Slater, who I think is too old. Mm-hmm. Um, like Christian Slater in like the early two thousands, could have been Johnny Cage. That's um, yeah,
0: true. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> who else was there? Liam Neeson. Too, old. <laughs> I, too old. He would have been like a good Raiden, maybe. Oh if yeah. Were still, like, whitewashing thing um there'd be uh shit tom cruise tom nope. cruise would be fucking awesome as johnny cage but like you would never do it um, i
0: know it'd be hilarious if you could play it like comedically yeah. i think it'd be pretty great <laughs> yeah
1: um there was two others i'm trying to think of who they were uh i don't know but yeah yeah this is this is something that we got to do some some deep soul searching on <laughs>
0: i did you pull know who up, would
1: have, Oh, go ahead Paul walker would have been good if you were oh, still alive
0: and yeah that's that's a good one damn it um man i i, I did google action stars of the 2000s if that was going to help me at all but it's kind of a bunch of guys we've already said but matt damon is on the list i'm like would matt damon work
1: i would he, love to see oh you know what i think it's staring us right in the face it's mark Wahlberg. mark oh my god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes there it is
1: and he came up a lot on that podcast i mean
0: yeah. Oh my God, yeah. get me, get me, Mark Wahlberg as Johnny K. Yeah. <laughs> oh my He's God. Just like. I'm
1: hey, a hey guys, I think we're gonna save Earth, Rome. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
0: I'm gonna start losing it. For some reason, a Wal- Mark Wahlberg impression, especially the one you guys do, cracks me up so much that I just am like, I was like crying laughing at some of the stuff you guys were saying. Just that voice and. Uh, I just had a podcast. It hasn't come out yet. I was talking to a friend of mine about Mile 22 with Mark Wahlberg. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an insane movie. <laughs> like Every choice is the wrong choice. I
1: don't oh, know. I, it's love, like, I, oh. I love the ending of Mile 22 where I'm just like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You did a say hi to your mother joke, and then you had a, an ending as dark as Arlington Road.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a movie that, that makes no sense because, yeah, the tone – like, Peter Berg, I didn't think of him as, like, a dark guy, but that movie is very bleak and very mean-spirited. And then they yeah. they shoehorn that joke in there about, like, Saudi Mother. He's like, what'd you say to me? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's just like, oh, my God. I, man, that's perfect. Mark Wahlberg is Johnny Cage. Someone's gotta make that happen. <laughs> just like, hey, guys, I brought Wahlbergers to Mortal Kombat. Are you ready to eat? Are you hungry? <laughs> yeah. He's
1: like, hey, guys, I think I just unlocked my, unlocked my Akina or Kuna. <laughs> My I, I just unlocked my Ronald Acuna. <laughs> I can hit home runs. <laughs> what What would Mark Oh God What would
0: his like power be? I'm Oh man I don't even want to think about Johnny Cage. I want to think about Mark Wahlberg. Like what his
1: magic ability would be. <laughs> um, I, don't know. I think I think it would be some kind of like a of like a a sonic wave because then he could be like feel the vibration
0: (laughs) feel the vibrations bro they're coming in (laughs) he needs he's like guys i gotta have my 2 a.m prayer time (laughs) (laughs) he's just like i gotta get in my 20 minutes of cryo (laughs) have you i think you'd appreciate this i was telling someone recently about mark Wahlberg's like daily routine have you have you read this yeah it's it's (laughs) exhausting just to read i know I love how he builds in like a couple, like wakes up at like two in the morning. There's prayer time. There's workout. There's more prayer time, I think. There's golf. There's another workout. I'm like, what the? How do you do this?
1: Yeah, it's like crushed juice box, more (laughs) prayer time. It's like, oh. I bet you he like, he's just like goes up to Sonia and Liu Kang and he's just like, hey guys, I think we have an instant family. Oh, surprised he's not
0: in the Fast and the Furious movies yet. Honestly, I think Mark Wahlberg could slide right in there, but that might be too much. Uh, I don't know how these yeah. Vidi, old coexist.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the type of person you need is um, Jacob Toretto, not John Cena.
0: That would, yeah, I think that would have been better. Honestly, <laughs> like, oh man. Um, and I usually I've liked John Cena as an actor, but. Um, Yeah, I
1: I, like him, but I think he does so much comedy that it's hard to take him seriously anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I was agreeing with you, where it's like (laughs) they were kind of building it up like we got Cena, and it's like, okay, like it's not that big a team. (laughs) Yeah,
1: we got him, guys. Like, okay, yeah, uh. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I want them to shoot for the stars with some of the casting. Like, I don't think she's good in it, but like, Charlize Theron is like, you know, shoot for the stars casting and. Um, I remember going into the seventh one there was a rumor that um, Mr. Nobody the guy that uh, Kurt Russell ended up playing was supposed to be like the villain or like Mm -hmm. one of the villains like a secret villain that they have spread out over like two or three movies but they were trying to get Denzel Washington to do it and I'm just like Denzel Washington in this franchise would have been incredible
0: yeah, I remember that. I remember I was really hoping
1: that was going to happen, and it did not happen. <laughs> I was like, "Oh!" No. And then, like in the eighth one, it's just like, "Hey, guys, do you want Scott Eastwood to sort of replace Paul Walker?" And it's like, "No, I don't." No, nope. I, <laughs> I don't want that at all. I, that was one of my
0: least favorite things about eight. I was like, "God, yeah, <laughs> get him out of here." I, he's not coming back for nine. I haven't seen him anywhere in the trailers. I'm assuming no, he back.
1: <laughs> no. I want what? I mean, like i saw the tokyo drift trio and i was just like yes
0: <laughs> i was really excited about that i was yeah. like oh, they got the tokyo drift boys back yeah
1: <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like i'm just like part of me is just so happy that they're still friends it's like it was 15 years a lot of stuff can happen in 15 <laughs> years and they're still buddies i know they're not friends they're
0: family that's the difference
1: <laughs> that's it this is true this is true.
0: <laughs> oh my god um well, this was a lot of fun. I don't have anything else about Mortal Kombat, honestly.
1: I feel like no, can... I, I don't either. I'm looking <laughs> yeah. forward to Mortal Kombat 2 with Mark Wahlberg as Johnny Cage. Oh, my
0: God. Yeah, that's... He's uh, I... just like,
1: hey, guys, I want to be called John Cage now. <laughs> Take me seriously as a martial artist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I feel like the career arc kind of works... <laughs> mark Wahlberg, and johnny cage i think it's johnny cage's thing is like he wants to be taken seriously after a while and mark Wahlberg has been trying to do that for a very long time so yeah I, he but it's weird because he started off oh grail pentate on mark Wahlberg. but it's like <laughs> i always think it's funny he started off in i think like boogie nights where it's like he seems so much more like emotional and like more vulnerable as a human like a more like human being and then he's kind of made this kind of it's not quite The Rock, but he's kind of made this persona for himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, yeah. It's, yeah,
1: so I'm kind of miss, like, old Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I want him to start, like, throwing in departed lines where he's just like, this is not fucking combat. You lace curtain Irish prick. And then Shane son's like, I'm not Irish. He <laughs> must have
0: me confused with someone else. <laughs> uh, it's funny because th- mark Wahlberg came up because i was doing a podcast on the depo- depo- i almost said to the
1: it <laughs> you totally did <laughs> That oh was awesome.
0: uh i'm not even from there but we me and my friend mark who did it and it's not out yet it's banked for later but we talked about mark walbert so much and i for some reason kept saying that line i was like you lace curtain motherfucker <laughs> i don't know yeah. why i kept going back to it um but he's mark- yeah he's not like another plan in that movie it's amazing <laughs>
1: Mark Wahlberg in that movie is like a slot machine that only hits jackpots. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. That's a great way to describe it. It's like every line he has is just it's, it's pure gold. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. It's like a <laughs> line for a performance. But it, it was nominated for an Oscar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he the only guy in the cast that got nominated for an Oscar?
1: Yeah. Leo got robbed. Yeah. Um, he got nominated for Blood Diamond, which makes no sense to me um because that's just kind of like a it's kind of just like a ed's wick action movie not really like an oscar movie in my opinion but then he's like the thing that was so great about him in the departed was he was like it was at that time it was like a performance we hadn't seen from him before right and (laughs) <laughs> where he was real jittery and he was kind of like an adult for the first time. Like he shed like all sense of like the boyishness that he had that he couldn't get rid of, even in like something like the Aviator to a certain extent. And like, yeah, that was the performance. And he was like kind of the heart of that movie. And they're just like Wahlberg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Give it to Wahlberg. Uh, yeah. I, it's two things about that. I, I had not seen DiCaprio in any movie between titanic and the departed so it was like a quantum leap <laughs> like oh when God. i saw him yeah, yeah i missed aviator uh i think i saw the beach but i didn't really I, like on tv or something and i can't remember i think something else in there i'm missing but like so i was like whoa dicaprio can act you know and uh yeah. i read something for that departed episode where like they're they were, they did not want to split the nomination with like i think him and matt damon or something they chose to nominate him for blood diamond instead it was like a calculated decision to go with blood diamond over Um, departed which i i mean i guess makes sense Authors so political and so calculated but it's like departed is definitely the better performance he's amazing in that movie
1: yeah Um, and like the thing and i like matt damon a lot in the departed but i mean like he's basically just playing like what if will hunting went evil (laughs) yeah it's, it's basically just like what if the mafia got their fingers in him, like before he went to Harvard and met Sean McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to
0: put on his normal, his native accent in the movie. Like he's just yeah. right at home. But I was appreciating how much of like a a smug prick he is on the second. That when I watch it this time, uh, oh yeah, it's like, yeah, he's really like it's low. It's low key than most people in the movie. Jack Nicholson's going big. Mark Wahlberg, uh, DiCaprio got has more kind of stuff to do. But but uh, yeah, Dan's kind of like. He just it's fine. It's not like a it's not going to steal the show. but It's a good performance,
1: but it's um, it's interesting, too, because like that not to be like film nerdy about it. But like <laughs> DiCaprio is sort of a character of some status trying to downplay his status. And Damon's always about the upward mobility and being like kind of like a political criminal as opposed to just being like seen as like a, a hood. So I, I always found that interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that's that's a very good point. It's it's such a good movie. We we talked about it for like two and a half hours or something because we just couldn't stop talking about how good it was. So yeah. um, that'll be out in a few, few weeks. But yeah, that, a lot of nice. Mark Wahlberg
1: impressions. Uh, on that uh, I'll definitely give it a listen. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it.
0: Um, well, yeah, I had a great time talking to you. I, I don't know if, uh, anything else to bring up about Mortal Kombat specifically or just Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, no man. I had a I had a blast. Um, yeah. If you want to talk about any Mark Wahlberg movie or any other movie at all, always, you know, I'm around. Give me a ring. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I was thinking like,
0: man, me and Adam committed to this like two, three months ago. And uh, it's like with new movies, you don't know what you're going to get. Like if we both plan to talk about something we both know we love, we're good. But it's like this was kind of a gamble that didn't quite pay off. But I'm glad we got to talk. I had fun talking to you. But uh, yeah, will talk about something We actually love. I think it'd be a good idea. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's funny because, like, sometimes, yeah, there will be, like, new movies that, like, you'll, like, for, for me, like, with F this movie, like, I'll say, you know, um, let's talk about the next Jurassic World movie. And then it <laughs> turns into Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And, then like, I have an existential crisis where I'm just, like, I hope he forgets. And then, he, and then Patrick, like, three weeks later is just, like, you're ready to do that show? And I'm, like, oh, yeah, let's go <laughs> for
0: it. Do we have to? <laughs> That was an amazing podcast, though. I, I feel like I remember.
1: I was having a like, meltdown.
0: Yeah, yeah. you both on the <laughs> brink of losing your. Eyes. It's like I I saw that movie and uh, I felt like the same way. I think my hands were my head by the end, and I was like, "What? What is going on here?"
1: <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I saw it um, online from the Universal Studios store. You can buy like a giant blue replica. Of the Raptor It's like one-sixth the actual size And it's like $1,500 And I'm just like, that's ridiculous And then I am thought You know, that's not that bad of a price <laughs> oh. like, If I like blue a little bit more That might be in my apartment right now
0: <laughs> Was this during like The past year of, of quarantine And COVID and all that Because I feel like I made some questionable purchases
1: <laughs> This was like two days ago Okay <laughs> Like I saw, like my work told me that I was going to have to continue working from home until like the end of September, at least. Oh, mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yeah, decisions are being made <laughs> where yeah. I'm just like, I got to find something to spruce up this living room. If I that's gotta, with, like, be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, It's like, if I got to sit here for nine and a half hours a day working, I got to, <laughs> and I can't, it's too early to put the Christmas tree out. Maybe, maybe <laughs> blue will be who I put out during the summer.
0: Oh my god. If you if you did do that, please please take pictures of the new of the new uh, the blue in the apartment. <laughs> it's amazing. Hey guys,
1: I think we just bought a raptor replica. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Mark god. Goldberg would fit organically in like almost every franchise. It's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, now I I'm, I'm thinking about it because I can't stop thinking about him popping up in every franchise and I feel like he could come in and just be like bewildered in every franchise and it'd be great he'd be like oh my god
1: are those dinosaurs
0: it's like bro yeah. i've never seen those in real life
1: yeah uh, <laughs> he's like a swiss army knife and it's like joke about it but it's like maybe the joke's on us i know
0: <laughs> Wahlberg must know what he's doing it's the prayer time he's got yeah. <laughs> does he have i wonder if he has like something equivalent to the dom shrine in his house i feel like oh, he would
1: I'm sure have. he does yeah he's got to
0: i can only only imagine um just a whole podcast on mark Wahlberg movies or something yeah oh my god all right well i will go ahead and wrap it up but this has been a lot of fun but yeah um,
1: yeah. thanks for inviting me
0: oh well thank you very much for coming on this was great this was so great to talk to you i didn't really say up top but like uh i think you know that i've been a huge fan of this movie for a very long time uh a fan of yours as well so uh this is a real thrill to get to talk to you (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah. No, it was it was great talking to you. And like, you've always been like somebody I've really enjoyed kind of chatting with over Twitter. So it's just to be able to, like, you know, talk to you live is 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 great.
0: Oh, yeah. No, this was a this was a thrill. And it's funny because I always tell people like I wouldn't even be on Twitter if it wasn't for at F- this movie fest, because I thought Twitter was like a cesspool that I didn't want to go anywhere. near. <laughs> and then like I was yeah. like, I'll, I'll get off at this movie fest. And then it's like that becomes, you know, you meet people through that who are cool. And then it's like. Cause the whole community is so nice. They're really more like a family. If I'm like, <laughs> uh, not, not wrong, yeah. you're not wrong. And, uh, and so it's like that kind of spiral. It's so crazy. How that spiraled into these People get invited on like Daniel's podcast. Now I started a podcast and now we're talking. So it's, it's kind of crazy to me, but I'm really excited about it.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. So. Maybe we could talk again about Mark Wahlberg and like Cruella or something. <laughs>
0: Oh, I kind of forgot Cruella was coming out. Is that like in the May? only
1: reason I want to see Cruella is because Emma Stone's in it. If if it was any other actress, if it was like Melissa McCarthy, I'd be like, nope.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do love Emma Stone, so yeah. I, I, hopefully she can. I, I I wasn't blown away by the trailer. Hopefully she can make no. something of it. Is that yeah. coming out like in May? Is that soon?
1: It's the same weekend as uh Quiet Place 2. Oh. It's like Memorial Day. They, yeah, they, they seem to be waiting for Memorial Day this summer for everything. Yeah,
0: okay. So, all right, well, we'll we'll, yeah. something out. I'll have you back on at some point uh soon, I hope. So, but anyway, yeah. Adam, I will let you go ahead and just plug whatever you want to plug. People can follow you and all that kind of stuff.
1: So, um, so I write and do podcasts on F This Movie, it's fthismovie.com, the letter F This Movie. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't have any shows coming up with that, um, but I probably will you know, in the next month or so. And then article-wise, I just finished uh, a review on the movie Blood Rain with Rob. One of us liked it a lot more than the other. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm supposed to be doing um, Sonia and Margo uh, show dorking out about the movie Sliver over the weekend, so that should wow. be coming out soon too. So I, I've been re-watching Sliver and it's like sexual harassment the movie so
0: (laughs) oh interesting i will look for that episode i always love seeing you pop up on that on that show it's always a lot of fun um so yes okay all great stuff i hope everyone is following if you're listening to this or following after this movie because they definitely should be because it's been a huge inspiration on this podcast so um so yeah i will say for our stuff uh you can follow the podcast on twitter at film feast pod uh you can follow me on twitter at maplet87 um and you can follow me and the podcast on um instagram at filmfeast all one word so thanks everybody thanks again adam and we'll talk to you next time